from the Grexley Studios at the Catholic TV Center, it's the K&J Show with your hosts, Kevin and Jay. Welcome everyone to the K&J show. Actually, I'm going to take my, I have my mask on and I already have a protective device over the microphone. So I'm going to take it because I'm well away from you, Jay. So that sounds a little better. You right. are. You know what? I'm going to do it too then. Yeah, let's do it. Let's just do it. Right. There we go. Welcome everyone. <laughs> now that we get that settled, the K&J show, we're happy to have you with us today. And uh, uh, we're going to, you know, I thought we'd, we would discuss some of the current events going on, uh, you know, around the world. I, I know these are tough times with, you know, the coronavirus and, of course, the George Floyd incident and everything. So um, I thought we could, could touch on that to, uh, today and just t- talk about things, knowing that, uh, you know, we're not going to have, I, I know we uh, we don't have the answers to all this. Uh, but I just wanted to uh, throw out a couple of things that I had seen, you know, in my the course of my work here at Catholic TV. I do a lot of uh, news stuff, and uh, you know, I just wanted to bring attention to some of the things that I've been seeing in the news, and the and the Catholic bent to it as well. Jay, how you doing over there? I'm doing good. I'm just listening. <laughs> I'm listening and waiting for these pearls of wisdom. Well, one of them was from um, uh, Father Josh Johnson, who I think we've had on the show before. Um, he does a lot of talks uh, around the country. Young, uh, young priest. Uh, he's black, um, a priest from uh, Baton Rouge, 32 years old. His dad was um, actually a Baton Rouge Police Department um, captain, um, and his mom's a, a white woman as well. And, uh, you know, he, he talks about the firsthand indignities of, of being um, a black man uh, that they must endure. And he witnessed the abuse his parents received as a mixed-race couple, too, which is another uh, issue as well. But, uh, you know, he, he mentioned some things, too, which is um, something I think it brings to light. Without wearing a clerical collar, you know, he's gone to uh, work out at a gym, um, and he still gets fouled as well. And uh, he said he, th- there was a time when he was in a grocery store, um, and a law enforcement person in there fouled him down every aisle uh, as well. Uh, and he you know, felt not welcome in the store. And I, I just wanted to bring to light some of the things, um, you know, he, he mentioned too. He talks about Catholics and Christians bearing uh, responsibility for the state of, of racial relations by not recognizing and opposing racism. But he said the church is the solution. He said if the church comes together and becomes one and unified, then the church could go out and transform society by recognizing that every person, regardless of race, bears the image of God. Uh, and if Christians recognize that, it'll change how they act and react to those who are different from them, especially if those of another race share the same face. And I thought that was a, a, a really good uh, comment by Father Josh Johnson um, as well, well. Isn't that what we really believe in, though? Uh, that yeah. The dignity of every person. You look at St. Paul, when he talks to the Corinthians, talking about we are all parts of the body. That's right. My, my yeah. son Ethan asked me an interesting question yesterday. Was it yesterday? I don't know. I'm losing all track of time, Kevin. <laughs> I have no idea what day it is. So he said, what did Jesus look like? Yeah. And I said, I'm not sure, but not like you and me. <laughs> no. <laughs> because he was of Middle Eastern descent. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think a lot of times what we do is we have these movies— um, 
and it's always Jesus will have the blue eyes and the, the yes, light yeah, brown yeah. hair. And, and I think what we have to realize is that, um, you know, Jesus wasn't like us. Yeah. Uh, he didn't look like you and me. You were both Irish. You you keep saying you're Scottish, too. No, no. Um, no, 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 you're not Scottish. No, I, I have a little Swedish. In Swedish. Okay, I knew it was one of those S ones. And I got a little Mexican in me, too. Okay, so you, you're just about everything. <laughs> I've got <laughs> a little Irish. German and French in me. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I'm not sure about the French as much now. But, but so he asked me, and I said, yeah, he was Middle Eastern descent. He was not, uh, you know, an, an Irish or Swedish... A uh, white guy like uh, like we are. Yeah, yeah. Or you are. You're the Swedish guy. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, you know, I, I think we were encountering that in, um, you know, with with um, Santa Claus as well. You know, um, uh, what did he uh, actually look like as well? Um, the, uh, the the thing. Uh, getting back to Father Josh, uh, he had some interesting things as as a way to sort of help us sort of think about things a little bit more too. He urged people to. Um, read websites and social media with ideas that differ from their own. And I mean, this this is the thing too, a lot of people are just sort of hung up on their side and look at all the stuff uh, from their side and don't actually look to the other side and get, and get an idea of what everybody's thinking. He suggests shop in different parts of town, meet and engage with people of other races, we'll watch some documentaries on racial prejudice. And uh, he says, sometimes I think what happens is we can live in an echo chamber so we just see and hear people who look like us, think like us, and act like us. So everything seems like, what's the problem, he said. And then when we break out of the echo chamber, we realize there is so much more. So I think those are some good ideas, a good way of thinking with Father Josh Johnson there about, you know, step out of, like he said, your comfort zone and, and try to get in the shoes of other people and stuff. He's, probably, he's, he's right. I yeah. mean, he's absolutely right about that. I, I think, too, one of the big issues today, too, is people just don't believe the media. Yeah, They don't believe yeah. what they see. They'll watch Fox. They don't believe Fox. The people who like Fox don't believe MSNBC. The people who like MSNBC don't like Fox and then CNN's in there. And, and so no one will believe anyone. Yeah. So what I do is I actually go to all the stations and I'll read, I try to read some of the same stories. And it is very interesting to see uh, the take. A lot of times the take is very different on those stations. Sure. So you have to find that that middle ground and a truth in there somewhere. And it can be, and it can be difficult. But it, the, the major point is that you have to understand where people are coming from and you can't diminish how people feel in in anything yes uh yeah i can't i can't say to you you should understand how i feel and then i don't understand i diminish how you feel yeah uh we have to we have to respect each other's uh thoughts and opinions and views and and listen i don't think we listen enough yeah yeah uh i had a another article this is actually a story that i had in one of my news breaks here and i found it very interesting too bishop uh thomas olmstead of phoenix um, he recently held a special mass for forgiveness of the sin of racism. He was talking about, and this was really interesting, the bishop noted that 49% of priests serving in the diocese are from other countries. Um, and he recalled prejudice experienced by them from Catholics in the diocese. And um, he said, on the day that I installed one of our finest pastors, protesters came to the parking lot and distributed flyers and car windows denouncing the bishop for replacing their beloved former pastor with these Africans, in quotes. Um, bishop uh, Olmsted recounted that. 
Um, That's terrible. That's just a terrible story. And unfortunately, uh, there are no boundaries for racism. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't matter if you're Catholic, Muslim, Jewish, uh, you know, on and on. I could go through any religion, any group, any... It doesn't matter. There are no boundaries. Yeah. Uh, people, people can be racist from any group. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, and there's a couple other inc- incidents uh, as well where a, a couple of the African uh, priests in the uh, diocese mentioned, um, uh, you know, running into forms of racism in, in their parishes as well. And, and it's just a, it's something that you need to be aware of um, and and speak out against you know even in our, our, our own parishes and uh you know it was funny uh um, there was an incident recently um here in the boston area i don't know if you you caught this uh getting to sports uh but the red sox came out there, there was a, a player yeah, I saw uh, it. um that mentioned that he had uh, encountered racism in fenway park and then the red sox came out and said they had seven confirmed and that's just something that the seven confirmed that they know about uh and the telling thing about this was um you know, from the report of one of the play, the player that made the comments, he said that these guys are yelling, you know, these racial slurs, and there's, and their kids, kids are with yeah. them, and kids. it's like amazing to me, and I, I, I just wanted to bring that up too. How important. and no one said anything. Yeah, yeah, and no one. I mean, you, if if my kid was there and this guy's yelling something, I'm sure I would have said, hey, cut it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but have you ever been in the bleachers of Fenway? Yes, I have. Uh, it's not what it used to be. Yeah, uh, the yeah, same it, with where the Patriots play because we're yeah. we're taping this in the Archdiocese of Boston. Yeah, in the Boston area, but it it it, it was it was really rough before, but it's still rough. Yeah, it is. You know that was telling to me too, and you know talking about how things, I, I guess, start at home. You know, your example to your kids is so important, and what you say and what you do. I mean, they pick up on that, and if you're you have this underlying racism and you're showing that and uh you know your kids are picking up it and, and this is perpetuates and, and it continues and it's uh you know it's it's amazing um how um you know to this day we, we're, we're still still but, seeing it but yeah. people hide it well kevin yeah because because and and i'm sure you've experienced this i know i certainly have where people will say all the right things when they're around people they're not comfortable with yeah but as soon as they're in an area that they feel very comfortable, uh, you then sometimes not all the time, clearly, but then sometimes that racism does come out. Yeah. Where yeah. they'll they'll make a snide remark or they'll say and it's not just about African Americans and, and it could be it about could anything. Be Emma, it yeah, can be yeah. about people of a diff- different sexual orientation, it could be any of those things. And uh, but but you hear it when people get comfortable and but they hide it. Yeah. They hide it. We have to get past hiding it. Yeah. It shouldn't be hidden. It it should you know, the more this comes out, the more it can be addressed. It's yeah. when it when it's hidden and these people are doing these things behind the scenes and as you say with the the kids who then hear it because they're certainly comfortable around their kids. Uh and, and what I'm starting to see actually is the opposite where the kids are saying, Hey, hey, cut yeah. that out. Yeah, yeah. Cut that great. out. Yeah. Cardinal Sean recently, uh, sort of a service here in the Boston area, too, and Cardinal Sean O'Malley, we talked about this. And, and this is the first thing I thought of, too, with all this going on. The, the, the quote from uh, Luke's Gospel, everybody, you know, those love the, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. So much to think about, you know, during these times, too. And, and you know, 
part of that, you know, is the follow-up question from the person who's asking Jesus about, you know, the greatest commandment. And then he says, you know, who is my neighbor? And then Jesus goes into the Samaritan, the Good Samaritan uh, parable there, where the Samaritans, of course, were the people that would look down on, and he's the guy that steps up and helps uh, the guy in the road, you know. So, I mean, it's just something to think about and recognize that everybody, everybody in this world is your neighbor. We're all parts of the body. Yeah. And the thing is, is, is that, isn't that the truth, though, that we are neighbors? Who are our neighbors? Yeah. Um, and a neighbor is not your next-door neighbor. Yeah. A neighbor is everybody. It's everybody. And, and unfortunately, too, uh, when, when George Floyd was killed, uh, his cause got hijacked. Yeah. And we yeah. have to be very careful about this because what people will say is there was looting and there was crime. And, and that, those are criminals. People yeah. who loot are criminals. But that's not the George Floyd movement. Yeah. It got hijacked. Yeah. And what happens is people who, not all people, again, you know, we're using very we're general terms here, but people will say, well, look, look, everyone's looting and yeah. they're, they're robbing and they're, no, 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 no. That's not the peaceful protesters. Yeah. Everybody has a right for peaceful protesting. And... Um, I had a conversation the other day. I'm going to get myself in trouble in this show. I know I am. And I told you I was going to get myself in trouble in this show. Yeah, it's good to talk about that. Yeah, but I'm going to get myself in trouble. So um, the whole Black Lives Matters. Yeah. All right. So people keep talking about Black Lives Matter. And and the thing I always hear is, and and just so we, uh, full disclosure, my daughter had a huge Black Lives Matter in our front yard. She she drew it up. She put names on it. And then she also had... uh, um, I, I see you good police officers and uh, no place for hate. So yeah. it was not, yeah. you know, this is not a, 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 because I got to tell you, my, a lot of my family were firefighters, police officers, sure. and military. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I know the good that they do also. Yeah. But the problem is, is that people are trying, then what you're hearing is people say, all lives matters. Well, yeah. of course, all lives matter. Yeah. But where I think people got lost, and I might have got lost in this at the very beginning too, by the way, yeah. is that they're not saying that all lives don't matter. What they're saying is there was an injustice and is an injustice against black people and that we have to recognize that and that their lives matter. You can't just arbitrarily shoot a person because of their color of their skin. Yeah. It's not that all lives don't matter because I, I would hope that everyone agrees that every life matter. And for me personally, it's from the moment of conception to natural death and everything in between. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All lives matter. But we, but what, what we're trying to do, or what, what I think the movement is trying to do, in particular that, because there are certain other parts of, of Black Lives Matter that I think have, have gone off to a different spectrum that yeah, I wouldn't agree with. Yeah, if, if I can just comment on that, Jay, too, and, and, and a lot of people, especially— And I was just getting to the good part. Yeah, no, I'm going to continue that. Uh, but in, in, the, in the Catholic and in Christian communities, too, there's some things on there, on, and then hashtag— Black Lives Matter organization that that were beyond the the Black Lives Matter. So I, I was just saying, uh, you know, you can still get behind Black Lives Matter. Uh, just you know, you don't have to support the organization itself, but support Black Lives. You Absolutely, know? and uh, that's the point. Yeah, is that it? They're focusing on the injustice. So when we talk about not the organization Black Lives Matters, but that Black Lives Matter, it's a focus on a people, our brothers and sisters, neighbors. our neighbors. Who are out there and that their lives matter it does not diminish every other life out there yeah but if there's an injustice being done you solve the injustice and that's what 
I think the focus should be on. Yeah. Because yeah. all lives matter. Exactly. And we yeah. all agree with that. Yeah. But right now, there's an injustice for black people living in America, and that has to be solved. Yes. And it, by the way, it has to be solved the right way. It cannot be solved by by people trying to take advantage of the situation. Yeah. Now, I say that with all due respect, but you know we have to focus on the injustice. And what happens is people hijack these causes. Yeah. This is really easy. This isn't that. This isn't that difficult. Black lives matter. They should. There should be not racial injustice. People should not be judged by the color of their skin. They should be judged by who they are as people. And people should never, ever, ever uh, have co- violence committed against them, crimes committed against them because of the color of their skin. Yeah. Yeah. It's. it's and if it is, it's a. It's a crime, and those people should be put in jail. Yeah. I totally agree. I agree, Jay. This is the time where. You know, we're focusing on on Black Lives Matter and the injustices that have that have happened. Uh, hopefully, I, I see things that are happening now. I think that are very positive, and uh, you know, hopefully that will continue and we don't slip back uh, again. Well, isn't that that's what we have to do? Yeah. We, uh, you know, for for instance, for me, where it all really begins, I think, you know, now I'm going to solve the problems of the world. Well, yeah. I, I think that we really need to improve the opportunity educationally for all children. Yeah. A person, a kid in an affluent town should not have a, an advantage yes. over yeah. a kid. Now, this does not mean to get rid of private schools because I think also parents have the right uh, to send their children to a private school. Yeah. But it does mean that in the public schools, that if you're in a public school, you should have the same opportunities, not because of the town you live in, but because you go to a public school. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's definitely been an issue, too, uh, you know, with uh, inner city schools and things like that. There needs to be better uh, better resources, uh, you know, better opportunities there. Um, well, what is the funding? Yeah. yeah. What is the funding? Uh, if, if there's limited funding, then maybe that's a place where the government can step in and say, well, we're going to improve the funding. Yeah. Um, every child should have the access to a computer. If a child doesn't have access to a computer and they go home and they're trying to do this studying, yeah. Well, how they're already at a disadvantage yeah. if they don't have an internet. If they don't, well, let's let's supply them. Let's supply children with these things. And they, especially now too, we were talking about this too uh, with with the uh, everybody doing online learning because of the COVID COVID pandemic. You know, there were people, uh, kids that didn't have access to that and they couldn't learn at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so that's definitely something that needs to be addressed right away. Right away. Yeah, I have some very good friends who are are different from me. They look different from me. They think differently from me. uh, But I I still love them because they're my friends and they're good people. Yeah. It it shouldn't matter how you look. And unfortunately, what always seems to happen is people don't want to be at the bottom of the totem pole. So what they're going to do is they're going to hold other people down so they don't get there. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Or afraid. And we we should be boosting people up. We should be lifting people up so that they can achieve the best them that they can be. Yeah. Not holding them down. Uh, and now you got me angry. Yeah, no, that was a good way to... No, be, you got me angry now. Good way to All right. So people, think about it. Think of your neighbors. Again, I'm sorry, I'm regionalizing the show, but uh, uh, Ben Watson was in town. He was a former Patriot player as well, but he held a, a very peaceful prayer service uh, on on the common uh, just recently too. And, and you know, people... I think, you know, people of faith can come together and really, uh, you know, uh, 
in a, in a special way sort of address issues like this. And um, so it was great to see uh, Ben Watson come. And, and he did a great job. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very well spoken. And and we need we need more of that. Yeah, we yeah. need we need people just to stand up and yeah. be counted. Yeah, and to be heard. Uh, and it has to be from all communities. Yeah, uh, we just have to stand together. Yeah, and and the. And again, the thing about protesting, I'm all for peaceful protesting. I think, look at uh, what Gandhi did yeah. with peaceful protests and Martin Luther King yeah. did with peaceful protests. I think that's how you move the needle because when it devolves into violence, uh, again, it gives people an excuse, but it also detracts and it, it diminishes what you're trying to do and it also sets people off. People get angry yeah. and they lose the message. Yeah. They lose the message. Yeah, you know what I do. This is this is my thought always about about people in general. I want people, or I treat people the way I want them to treat my children. Yeah, my children, not me, my children, because I know how I treat my son and my daughter, my sons. I have a couple sons and daughters, and I know how I want people to treat them, with love and kindness and respect. And that's that's how I try to treat other people. Yeah, part of the golden rule, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's. I, I just felt we, you know, should talk about it. It's something uh, that uh, needs to be talked about and continue to just dis- be discussed and 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 try to figure out ways in which uh, you know we can get things to a balance. They they haven't been balanced. Think on it. Uh, people and, and act and pray and get together uh we wanted to touch on a couple other things too before what's the time that's the thing i'm, I'm not i don't i'm not near the clock we're already 23 minutes in we're already 23 minutes so i just want to talk about so we leave this discussion but we don't leave it and it continues and and hopefully things uh, will be changing uh here in this country we move on we mentioned it a little bit was the 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 covid things that are going on which is still going on too and that's something that's been and, and people should know you had covid that's right that's and right and now you have the antibodies i do you're I did. almost I superman got, i got tested yes uh yeah so i feel invincible but i can't i can't invisible act. or in- invincible? invincible i meant to say <laughs> you, you you don't Some, look invisible sometimes i feel invisible um <laughs> this is something that uh you know of course we, we you know we're seeing with the with the protests and and, and stuff two people are concerned because there's so many people gathering and getting together you know they're actually doing some free pop-up uh tests uh, around uh, this area uh, so for the people that were in the protest to, to check them out and stuff too but I just wanted to get your thoughts uh, too Jay on this as, as we come in you I know you have a uh, two uh, children uh, two well two young adults that are in college and uh, you know there's so much uncertainty now I got my my daughter's going to uh, college for the uh, first time uh, and you know it's just people just don't know what to expect what's going to happen if there is going to be you know, online courses going on or if the school's going to open. And uh, it's it's kind of tough, you know. It's kind of tough not knowing. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I hope, I really am pray <laughs> that they do go back to school for the mental health of my kids, <laughs> especially my daughter. My son handles it pretty good. I think my daughter's just about had it. Yeah. Um, I know she's just about had it. I think it's very important in the formation of a young adult to be around other young adults so they can experience things and and learn things from one another and learn how to react to certain situations, good and bad. Uh, I I don't know. My my daughter goes to Assumption Now University, and my son goes to Worcester State. Um, So 
I, I don't know yet what they're going to do. Yeah. Do you know where Emily's going, what they're doing? Yeah, so she's um, going down uh, to Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, it, that, uh, <laughs> that was really poor, by the way. <laughs> know, that was horrible. Sorry to my friends in Nashville. <laughs> uh, in uh, Belmont University. So um, right now they're scheduled to go. They're going to try and, and, and go, you know, actual uh, start, uh, physically start uh, school. Yeah in mid-August. That's what a lot of doing is yeah. start of them early. And I, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, what would you... Now, let me ask you a question. Um, are you going to send her? Uh, yes. I yeah. am too. Yeah. I am uh, too. I, I say, my kids are going. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the same with uh, high school. My, I have a son in high school. And Andrew, Andrew's in high school, right? Yeah. He, so yeah, he, they're, they're, they're trying to get things done. It, yeah. it seems like... Um, you know, for the colleges anyways, it, it looks like they're trying to incorporate some physical uh, classes and some online classes for people at the school. So He's at Bishop uh, Fee in high school, uh, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my son goes to Mount St. Charles, and, and I think they're going to give people the choice. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you restrict things too, but I think that if, if, you're, if you want, you can go online. Now, a lot could change by the time we've recorded this to the next show. A lot could change. Sure. yeah. Yeah, because uh, you know you mentioned the the protests and the numbers. It's it's interesting that, and of course we talked about the news earlier. What can you believe? But in I think it was, uh, the was it in Minnesota? I think they said um, that the numbers were surprisingly low from the protesters. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and I know here in Massachusetts right now the numbers are very low. Yeah. They're yeah. they're I think there were. 45 new cases yesterday that's it yeah, yeah which is is low it's good it's good to see and hopefully that will continue and we don't get that resurgence that they keep on talking about in the uh fall and uh so uh yeah no it's just um it's just interesting uh you know it strikes me every once in a while to dr- i don't know about you like driving around and i mentioned this uh too in the show uh um that we did uh, tape today but you know we started to go to mass again too, but it's just so strange to see everybody wearing face masks. Yeah. But and, they're all and, out. Uh, uh, people yeah. have people have given up staying in. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, went out yeah. this weekend. Yeah, I had to get some sneakers for Ethan, and we went to um, this outlet. And we're going to go to the Nike store. Nike does not sponsor us, by the way. <laughs> we're going to go to the Nike store. The line was. But we would be willing to. We take. would absolutely <laughs> take a sponsorship from Nike. And the line was so long. We love Nike. The li- line was so long that we said forget it. So then we went to another store, and it wasn't as crowded. But the the parking lot for that mall yeah. was packed. Wow! Wow! Packed. And then there was there was an outdoor restaurant that um, had a l- waiting line. Wow. So people yeah. are out. Yeah, no. People are out. Yeah, and they and they're busting out all over. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Uh, now it's good to see. Uh, uh, hopefully the numbers will continue to go down, and they're working feverishly. I know many uh, companies are working on vaccines, and and uh, you know, so hopefully that uh, happens a little quicker than than what they think. You know, nursing homes are are, are still tough around here. Anyways, they started to let. Uh, visitors uh, meet with some of the um, long-term care facility people outside, uh, yeah, which that's is so nice. so critical. I mean, some of these older people have been, uh, you know, bottled up for for months upon months, and, and in situations like that where they rely on seeing faces and, and stuff like that. So it's good to see that uh, um, happening too. So hopefully, we'll 
work our way out of this. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we, we uh, of course, pray for all those who have passed away from COVID and all those who weren't able to have funerals. And to, I know a um, good friend of mine whose um, uh, dad passed away during this uh, all um, happening as well, and they weren't be able to get a funeral, uh, yeah, a, you sad, know, proper funeral. And, yeah, so. How old was he older? Uh, he was, but yeah, um, uh, you know, maybe uh, late 70s, yeah. 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 Um, but uh, so we think about all, all those people as well. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll uh, get been by the time we get to a, a next show, things will be a little bit better and, and better and better. Jay, any, any closing remarks? Yes, uh, if you'd like to write us, go to jay at grexley.com. That's jay at grexley, G-R-E-X-L-Y and J-J-A-Y at grexley.com. We'd love to hear from you. And remember your neighbors. Yes, yes. And we close the show. And we thank you for listening. Of course, uh, you know, Jay was saying, we, we, we don't have all the answers. We just thought we'd, we'd talk about, about it a little bit and get people thinking and continue to think. And, you know, hopefully we'll see some major changes uh, coming in the way uh, this country uh, is going in the future. So thank you for being with us. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments, like Jay said, uh, drop us a note. And we'll see you next time on the K&J Show. Thanks for joining us for the K&J Show. K&J is a production of the Grexley Podcast Network. To support our podcast and others like it, please visit patreon.com slash grexley.